0: Cheers to you, my darling.
1: Cheers, boo-boo. Okay, guys, do you recognize this voice? Do you recognize this man? You might from season one, the debut season of I Just Called to Say, episode hashtag I'm a hater. Manny, man, man, Manny Houston, V (laughs) up What's up, girl? Beep, beep. It was September 2018 when you were last on the show. So what's new? What's new in your life, nigga?
0: Oh, so much. So much is new. Is uh, I live in New York now. I think when we recorded the show, I was in South Carolina getting ready to go to Orlando.
1: I feel like you were already in Orlando. Were you not?
0: Nope. I didn't get to Orlando until December 2018. Okay. So I was still auditioning for things. Matter of fact, I hadn't even decided on Disney yet. I'm lying. I had, uh, I was, I had probably just did SETC. And
1: what's SETC? Is that another SAT type thing?
0: For actors, yeah. <laughs> it is the uh, Southeastern Theater Conference. Um, and you go there and you audition, and that's how theaters around the country get to know who you are. Um, especially if you don't have an equity card and I didn't have one at the time. So that's what I did. And since then I went open a show at Disney, uh, opened a show off Broadway in New York and survived for one year in New York as a resident.
1: Yes. Come on off Broadway.
0: Listen, listen, I'm more so proud about living in New York during a Panini. (laughs) Not during a Pontiac. listen. You never know what's gonna happen with these uh, praise breaks. So <laughs>
1: okay, these paranormal activities are here to stay.
0: <laughs> honestly, though, honestly, so, I, so yeah, so I, I live here. I'm almost uh, year two, year two.
1: And for my listeners, if you guys were following me, season was that season two? I think that was yeah, that was season two, guys. I was. I was editing the season while staying in the same apartment as Manny. Like I had yeah. Beck- I'd left Becky's apartment and moved in, went into the living single house. So i left the friend's house and then moved into the living single house and Manny was in the living single house, which was Manny, Chanel. And then I stayed in Jairus' bedroom. So just to guys give you that full nostalgia cause y'all know I love some
0: nostalgia. Oh. Then we started your We started your new podcast series
1: yeah, go habitation which we will get to that later. Don't get don't get ahead of yourself, Manny. We oh. got to revisit the past before we go into the present and the future.
0: Got you. Say less.
1: So, guys, this is a rewind. Not to be confused Me. with a rewind, which is a play on the words because we are going to play back an episode that Manny was in and we're going to give you guys full commentary as we make comments about probably the poor audio which has gotten better due to my editor grace um and uh yeah so let's just let's just i'm gonna say less i'm just gonna play it back and you whenever you want to make a comment you just let me know i'm gonna pause it and we're just gonna kiki about it so let's just think less about it oh my god so when i was pulling this up on spotify to play uh the audio i was so upset because, okay, I'm not so upset. Hashtag, I'm a hater. I'm a real hard hater, y'all. Because there is another podcast out here called I Just Called to Say. Like it's recent, it's called I Just Called to Say. And this girl plays voicemails from her dad, father. How am I supposed to compete with a dead father? I'm over here here making fun of y'all
0: pooping in the woods.
1: Meanwhile, this girl is playing voicemails from a dad, dad. A dead dad
0: honestly though that's people love dead dad content do.
1: don't listen to okay you can listen to that, <laughs> don't but the same. That. listen to me first y'all better listen to me if ever i recommend or say a podcast on this podcast that means you listen to me and then you listen to them <laughs> like for example manny drop your podcast
0: oh i do have a podcast that i did with jonathan Tempanelli, and it is called a couple of chestnuts
1: okay enough what said is, a couple of chestnuts you're not gonna plug your podcast you can <laughs> look it up on yourself listeners you listen to me and then you listen to those chestnuts okay guys let's go ahead and get it started i'm gonna go ahead and play this episode so i lied when and she just to it. we just to that really changed my life big 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 up your phone i did not like your ass when i first met you
0: oh my goodness i did it i did it i did it i did not Wow!
1: and now i'm like what?
0: hold on man wait a second <laughs> when did that happen what
1: what okay i want to preface one comment i don't think it's just manny that i didn't like i have this I had my sisters and my family had to remind me that i had this long hatred for boys like when i was little I did not like boys and then my sister reminded me that I used to kick boys in the nuts when I was in kindergarten and it was like all my sister's friends and my sister was like yo if y'all try and fight my little sister for kicking you in the nuts then I'm gonna have to fight you too so
0: bro okay first off I just want to say do you remember when you were trying to come up with a theme song you were like hey can you make a theme song and I was like you can make it yourself. Like, it's I gonna be did. more your personality. And you did. And that theme song is so great. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I really do love it.
1: Oh my God, you're so right. I definitely remember asking you to make a theme song. It's okay, yeah. cause I still got what I wanted? Manny made the theme song for cohabitation. And <laughs> <is> for you. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm
0: thinking the wrong one.
1: <laughs> okay, let's keep going. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Why didn't she <you> like me? <laughs> So I didn't like you, and it started, I don't know how it started, because I guess I, we just were friends on Facebook for the longest, and I was just feeding off of your social media presence. So I guess I was a cyber hater, which is the worst kind of hater. <laughs> I was just looking at your statuses and eye rolling.
0: You know, okay, that's a date. Like, oh, that's dated right there, because I don't even make statuses anymore.
1: I <laughs> used to go hard on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I do not go hard on Facebook anymore. At all. <laughs> Wait, are you
1: following out with Facebook?
0: There's too many racist people over there.
1: <laughs> it's because Honestly, it's, old, it's older people on Facebook. It's like all the baby people. So no, I got a
0: lot of young white friends over there that are racist. Oh, shit. A lot of them. Like, to, I lived in Charleston long enough to have enough random people follow me so that when, uh you know. Every, the Panda Express started happening, then we started seeing way too many people making comments about the different deaths of black folks that I just was not about. So I just want to
1: let listeners know that me and Manny are just being ignorant, we're just replacing pandemic with anything that starts up a P. So if you're like, What are they cutting out? Are they ignorant? No, we're just. We are ignorant, but
0: yeah, we are ignorant. (laughs)
1: Oh, all right, back to the podcast. Podcast, That's not
0: a (laughs) replacement, you know, the actual (laughs) podcast.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Here, just doing stuff in Charleston. Well. I can do stuff in Charleston too. I was like, oh, this guy thinks he's funny. I'm like, why are all his posts always long? I'm like, I don't like that. I'm like, I would just find, <laughs> random... <laughs> would just find random things to hate. I'd be like, oh, and then he wants 140 characters or less, bitch. <laughs> oh, I
0: <laughs> was always long-winded. Always long-winded, bruh. Always. What do you mean?
1: You still are.
0: I, mean. I, I am long-winded in general. But like on Facebook, especially, cause like, I felt like I needed to get everything out. That's just some young shit. You know? <laughs> I love it. <sighs> That's funny. Where it's like, um,
1: kind of like dialogue, like a script. I was like, oh, you're doing the most. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>! <laughs> ah! <laughs> so I was hating, I was, I was definitely hating. I don't know if you remember this. It was the Theater Charleston Awards and this is the, I think this was like 2014. Yeah, because that's when I graduated. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, let's just get a little messy. Did the Theater
0: Charleston Awards come to an end? Because oh. people got butt hurt over yeah. local I don't know, awards? I don't, know, I don't know exactly what happened, but Theater Charleston Awards are no more. That's not a thing that exists anymore. I was like,
1: like I'm here for the open bar and to mix right. and at the single. It was really today, cool while well, it lasted
0: the one thing that made us creating the
1: same uh, plays and people
0: right (laughs) yeah no it it was it was a cool thing that happened for the while that it did happen but i think i think i don't think it was people got butthurt i think people it might have been partially that but i think it was also just like people were like i'm not going to be involved in this (laughs) because it is messy and like we know how theater folks can get Like, we know now, especially at this point in our lives, we've seen enough shows, we've done enough shows, it's like, oh, y'all can get messy, so.
1: We grew up in the mess. We were basically, like, the children who, like, had, like, dysfunctional parents, and we were like, all I know is mess, this community
0: in our life. Right, we were raised in the mess, born in the mess, honey.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, okay, so this will carry on. Yes. It's two thousand fourteen Theater Charleston Awards at the Charleston Music Hall. I didn't really know you know you, but I just knew your name. I think we knew each other's faces. And so I see you at the Theater Charleston Awards mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey Andre, how are you? And he's and you're with him. And then you come up and you're like, Hi, I'm Manny Houston. And I'm like, I know who you are, Manny. I follow you on Facebook. <laughs> Again, it was one of those moments where <laughs> you hear what just came out of your mouth and how you sound it, and you're immediately like dang why i said it like that (laughs) like he already gonna know i'm hating in public
0: i kind of like i remember that day i have a picture from that day but like i don't remember meeting you (sighs) even worse i hate you again all right first of all i do know i always had this feeling that you didn't like me (laughs) when we first met each other but i chalked it up
1: okay i want to hear it before we you say it on here where did the feeling come from? How did you get a feeling that I didn't like you if we had never interacted before prior to me introducing you?
0: Okay. So In- introducing myself. myself now I, uh, me saying to you, hi, I'm Manny Houston. Cause I know my, I know now why I would do something like that. Um, uh, cause I've done this before it's because I know that somebody does not know me or has not acknowledged my presence in some form or another. And so I'm making a point to have my presence acknowledged, right? Uh, and it was during, it, I'm probably about to talk about it it's, uh, Delta Phi Delta, cause we had done a dance performance and- Dance we fraternity. Black girl. Yeah, we had a dance fraternity and we were at like some like little open house dance thing and we did like a little performance and we were like in there being black as hell, like go out! Yeah! <laughs> we was in there going in And you were the only other black girl who was like You better, you better And, and I I'm was all, dang
1: viewing some original work
0: <laughs> Right, exactly And so as a cis hetero male Like anytime a girl doesn't talk to me Like after I've done something creative I'm always like Oh, so she just She just like <laughs> she must not like me Alright, cool And that's really I think what it was It was an understanding that's like Bro, I'm fired And you going to talk to me after that? cool especially because i'm pretty sure i tried to talk to you, and you didn't
1: yeah you tried to get me to sign up for the fraternity and i was like this looked like some black as hell shit
0: i ain't doing this exactly that too and so i was like yeah nah but i also i was like i don't think she really knows who i am like she you hadn't acknowledged me the only other time this happened in my life i'll tell this i've never told this story in public but i was at selena gomez's house right and while i'm at selena gomez's house it's me uh, my cousin, Camille, her friend, uh, Logan Browning, who is the girl from, uh, what's it called? Yeah, Dear Logan White Browning. People? Yeah, Dear White People. And we're all sitting around. Selena's not there yet. We're at her house chilling. I'm at her piano playing. And I'm playing through some, like, some John Legend shit. And like, Selena mm-hmm. walks in, and she sits down in a beanbag, and she's like staring at me. And after I'm done, she goes, that was really good. I was like, "Thank you." I was like, "What's your name?" And she was like, like I didn't know who she was." But wait, what do you mean you didn't like, know
1: who she was?
0: No, I'm saying I was acting like that. This is why it's really embarrassing. This is the most embarrassing thing. So I go, "What's your name?" And she goes, "Selena." And I say, "Selena, who?" <laughs> Manny. Countless shit I could have ever done in my life. I'll never. Are you I'll never cringe never, thinking about that. I'm. Cr- I cringe. I, I cringe. I cringe. Does every that wake time you up at night? night? It does. It does. Every time I'm like, damn. And also, at one point, I was trying to record her on my Snapchat, and she saw me, and she like bum rushed me, like trying to like scare me. And I was like, oh fuck.
1: (laughs) Anytime I see a photo of Selena Gomez's knees, I'm gonna think about this this story.
0: Yeah, you know her
1: knees are viral.
0: Her knees.
1: You can see faces. Her faces inside her
0: knees. Oh, dead. it's dope. Yeah yeah that was uh what the that's fuck? how i know is that's Andrea how i know lena gomez <laughs> it's cringy as hell trust me yeah. very very cringy but and i and I haven't met her again obviously and i think my cousin was pretty mad at me after that too because i was supposed to go to a party at another big party at, uh <laughs> this is gonna be funny i was supposed to go to judge mathis's house because <laughs> <my> daughter was <laughs> But my cousin was like, yeah, I'm taking you home. And I was like, Oh damn. Because
1: you you did the most. You, you embarrassed
0: I him. Up. I was acting up. I was acting up. He
1: said, I can't take you nowhere.
0: Yeah, so that's how I know when I said that to you, that was me being like, you better acknowledge me. Oh my god. Here we go. Up to you having a, pro- a professional personality and- Bitch ain't professional. Being- Correction.
1: I can be professional if it's a must, but I mean, let's not forget what I said in episode one. Your girl has had over 10 jobs in less than a decade. And I was let go from some of
0: them. <laughs> well, no, because because the first time, I always knew who you were because of the dance department at CFC. And there's only so many black people. Yeah. so. I mean, like, it's not like I didn't know your face. I just had never met you. So if I came up to you and was like, you know, um you know, hey, I'm Manny Houston, it was because I was like trying to make sure that it was known that, like, hey, like, I recognize who you are, da da da. But I know that, you know, I know that you. I, I felt that you probably didn't know who I was, um and I had always wanted to meet you, anyways. Or like talk. To you that
1: makes me look even worse. <laughs>
0: Well, no, because I was like, you know, like, oh, definitely want to, like, meet this girl. Like, she's a Black creative, and, like, I only know so many Black people. And I also knew that, like, Aww. I had just started, like, working Look, in terms of cute about it. Nope. the, what do you call it, um, theater community as an actor, really.
1: And you um, you were trying to side of being like, uh, token sees token.
0: Right, exactly. That was, nah, nah. I'm just like nah. We gonna acknowledge me when I'm because gonna... that's just who I am. Also, like I'm very much somebody who likes to be acknowledged. So I don't, yeah. That's what that really was. That's funny. That like in 2018, I didn't feel comfortable. I have to tell you that. That's crazy. 18, 19, 20.
1: 20... Yes, I just did count on my fingers. Three years. I mean, I didn't get my. I didn't start code switching. Stop code switching until like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. A journey. Exactly. (laughs) You had that, so this is another moment I recall. You had that dance fraternity, did you not? You started that? Yeah. yeah. When I saw y'all perform, I was hating in that moment so hard. I was like, oh, dude wants to start dance clubs. He wants to start, he wants to start dance societies. (laughs) Oh, oh, I can do that. I'm out here choreographing and you want (laughs) to, it's like, there's room for everyone. There's room for everyone. And I just, in that moment, just couldn't well, see it.
0: Well, the thing was...
1: And the sad part is I know that there's still room for everyone. And I'm very aware of that. But I don't know what it is in me, Lord Jesus, deliver me from it. Even just last week, I had to tell Manny. I had to like get it out of my system. I was like, I just want you to know. I was hating on you for like the past 48 hours because... You have a team of, like, people who are helping you bring a project together. It's only
0: because you love me. It's okay. But and I feel I mean, like
1: I, like, I feel like I have, like, 12 years a slave. I'd be like, we're going to get it no, done. We're going to get it done.
0: My mom used to always tell me, anytime somebody makes fun of you, it's because they like you. And hey, you just love me. It's okay. I'm i about it. It's okay. <laughs> it also, though, that way. <laughs> it also, though, with that being said, though, you, I mean, you're just a competitive person and being competitive is not bad. I am. That's you why I, I mean? actually,
1: I don't play card games uh, too frequently or checkers because I'm a competitive person and shit gets sour real quick.
0: You know, it was like a fraternity. So we were like, oh, well, we need to get her involved. And then I just remember being like, oh, yeah, she's probably not going to be down. I never even asked you. Like, she, I was just like, she's probably not going to be down. She doesn't seem like the type that would be like, oh, a fraternity, let me, let's me, let join a fraternity. Da, 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 da. Because like, <laughs> that just didn't seem like your personality type. So I never even asked, but like, I wanted to try to get a reading on you. And then- the You next- knew, you already knew. Yeah, like, it, I just kind of like, was like, that's not who she is. I can feel it. And, um, and then the next time we interacted was Fuse Festival.
1: Yes, and, and which was interesting. Yeah. That was me being like, I don't really know this guy. And my, Shelly and I were just really just trying to reach out to anyone. And that was Fuse Festival brought out a side of me where it's like, stop feeling competitive, did everyone. I do at Fuse festival again? Uh, so, this was a festival that my sister and I put on together, you guys. Uh, and I asked Manny to, um, to play the piano. Um, we needed like a live accompaniment for a ballet right. class.
0: Right. That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know Make what's sense? crazier, what's even crazier than that, is you asked me to do that, and I was still very scared to do it because I was like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. And here's the crazy part about that. Two years before that, I had played, this is this is a flex, two years before that, I had played the ballet uh, warm-ups before their show for Alvin Ailey. So Legit. you were overqualified like but what's crazy like i didn't know i was overqualified because i was just like i don't really know how to do this the arts are supposed to
1: be collaborative so i was like Let's just do this. And it was also God working right. with me at that moment too. And so I was like, and I'm gonna reach I out know. to him. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna reach out to him. And I kid you not, my palms were sweaty as I was like emailing most people. But I was like so nervous, like emailing you. I was like, this dude knows that I probably hate on him in the past. And he and then here I come like asking for a favor. Like I need your services for free. And then you were just so chill about it. You were like, Yeah, let's do it. And I was like, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wait, Manny, what were those eyes? I feel like you gave me eyes on for free.
0: <laughs> yeah, because now I, now that I know myself, it was probably just me, like in the back of my head, being like, "I'm gonna hook up with her at some point." So this works, but then <laughs> like I did not bottle
1: of Tito's. <laughs> did you get a bottle? Well, of,
0: let, of me, Cheetos? let me tell you. Did I? I, might, I might, have, you might have. A- all I know is, hold on real quick, I gotta tell this story, because all I know is the guy you were dating at the time, I'll never forget going to a meeting, and it was you and your sister, Shelly, and then one of your friends was there, but you had walked away for a second, and I was like, so how long has her and her boyfriend been together? And your friend was like, yeah, you're not getting with her. <laughs> They've been together for a long time, Ibby. and they're staying together. And I was like, I said, I said, and this is me. I was like, yeah, no, nah. I was like, I wasn't even planning on that. I was just wondering. I was just trying to see what was going on with that. <laughs> so at that point afterwards, then I was like, all right, cool, let it go. Cute yeah. friend zone. Here we go. Which is a I great friend zone. Like, it's it's a beautiful friend zone. <laughs> this is a zone to be in. This is all to be in, cuz. She kind of crazy, anyways. Anyways, I'm we are keep going. Play, play the guy that <laughs> I this long, Let me see if I can pull this message up real quick. I'm pretty sure I got it saved. the first time <laughs> you hit me up about food festival. Because honestly it was one of those moments where I, I, I thought you were, this is going to sound horrible <laughs> I thought you were way more important than you were <laughs> What you talk about? Look, well, I mean like because I didn't know who you were, like once again Way harsh. That was a line, Manny. Like, damn, cuz why did I say that? I hate you. That's kind of rude. Anyways, let's keep going. I want to hear <laughs> going off the social media. Yo, page. but my sister, she wrote
1: those emails, and they were formatted very professional. If I will say,
0: <laughs> listen, that I mean that that is so true. Like the way it came across. Um, like I was just like, man, this person, and also like, I I was still pretty sure I was still using my. Uh, school email address at that time yes you were Uh, and so uh let's see you said (laughs) yeah yeah I, i have the whole thing here um and i was so bad at responding to you um
1: you were but i was giving you the credit i was like you know what He is so busy and always in demand. He's out here in these streets. He's directing this play. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) That's when I thought you were more important, too, because I was like, nigga (laughs) out here directing plays? (laughs) Directing? He just graduated.
0: (laughs) Dude, I am dying right now, because it definitely has, like, Shelly D. Pugh, festival coordinator... And then Megan J, P, <laughs> the festival manager, and I was like, I was like, yo, I'm getting invited to a festival. This is crazy. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, I was hyped. That's why I was trying to be cool. Oh, um,
1: uh, also, that still lives on my resume as a festival manager.
0: Phoebe. Yeah, that's a, you got to. You put together something completely amazing. Like, that's amazing. That some, like, I, I'll never forget like that happening. And it's amazing that you were even able to put that together. Like, that's a, it's a big deal. Even now, also, um. It's funny that I was directing a play and we thought that that was a big deal in the middle of Charleston. It's like, okay, okay, just be talented. Anyways. Just be talented. Let's keep playing it. Let's see who we at. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Here we go. Oh. Little did we know what the what the turnout will be. It was a very low turnout, just so the audience knows. But this festival has been revamped. It is a convention, and is actually one of our sponsors of this podcast. Thank you, Shelly.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. It was still dope. I mean, especially to me, like I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." Like, I've never been in a position like this where, where somebody's reached out to me, and because I was, this was in, this is the year after I graduated from college, and so like I didn't know what I was going to be doing at all. It was like the beginning of the year. Um, in february and um yeah yeah that was that was all that was just like ridiculously crazy and then i found out that you also ran charleston characters dance company and i was like man right. she's ceo and founder of that she's found festivals like ah what am i doing with my life
1: is out here finding stuff but ain't doing anything
0: with it. <laughs> Listen, I look for real. Like, I was just like, man, sh- she's on it. I'm going to make sure, I say right now for anybody that's listening, perception is everything, honey. Okay? Perception is everything. Because Little Mermaid, uh, shawty saw a fork and was excited. All right? Let me tell you something. <sighs> so, just know, if, if the Little Mermaid, the full-on princess that lives underwater, can see a fork and get excited, then you can found something, you can make something, and just know somebody's looking at that like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yes. amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a word for you. That's a word. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no, no,
1: I needed to hear that because I mean. Even now, like I, ha- I, I have imposter syndrome. Like I was talking to a, fr- a mutual friend of ours, Chanel, and I, I was talking, Chanel, what do you guys? I mean, I'm surprised I even had her on this podcast, but I feel like I've referenced her many a times, this friend of mine who basically helped me get my miracle job in New York City. But she was like, Megan, you should list that you're a singer on your Instagram bio. And I was like, I will do no such thing. I was like, jingles are my ministry. She was like, no, she was like, don't let that imposter, that imposter syndrome get to you. So I was like, you know what? That's real. That's I'll real. About it. Shout out Chanel. Shout out to our boo, Chanel.
0: When you friended me, the picture that you had as your profile pic was like this picture that made you look very uh, sh- uh, Bohemian chic, I guess
1: it's- <laughs> Yeah, It's literally the thumbnail on my Instagram. Yes, my big pro.
0: The afro you're going and to like, you yes. got, like, the, uh, I, I call it, um, my well-traveled older black woman sash on, like,
1: like, That's, like, <laughs> like, very, like, first lady-like.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I was, like, oh, wow, I can't believe this person has, like, reached out to me, like, oh, yeah, no, trust me, like, I was, who knew you was as goofy as you was?
1: Like- she said, I thought you was more important than <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why
0: disrespect, yo i'm out dude? here
1: faking <laughs> fake it to you no, make you it, aren't people. faking at
0: all yeah you should have checked my ass you should allow this disrespect i said who knew you were as goofy as you were you should be like hey watch your mouth first of all i take it as a
1: compliment like my sister is always clowning me and she's like people only know you as a jester you're a jester and she does like a very good nigerian accent too she's like people only know you as a jester and i'm like i'm not just a clown i'm like but at the same time people think i'm funny then thank you <laughs> i'm trying to make money off of that shit oh make that money okay anyway. carry on
0: you are you are very very important to the scene
1: i know i just wanted someone to tell me now carry on
0: uh matter of fact i was having a conversation with somebody the other day about you um and just pointing out the fact that like with but yeah, man, you are super, super important to the scene and everything else that's kind of happening around town. Um, well, I mean, while we were there, because we're not even there. Uh, but when we're council, we're doing stuff that mattered, right? Right, yeah, I think so. I
1: feel like we're, I feel like we will come back to Charleston and we will revamp the art scene. Hey. They're waiting for us. Hey,
0: look, I didn't say that, you said it, so <laughs>
1: they're waiting for us. <laughs> <laughs> test test is this mic on charleston i know you're waiting let me get this podcast up and running get some money some sponsors and then i'm gonna come back and sprinkle it on the city okay okay and how many years later your girl still stands by that she's gonna make this money and she's gonna go back to the city she's gonna sprinkle on there because also the city is mad expensive since i left
0: yep hello
1: i'm like charleston's trying to act like she's new york don't do that girl don't do that. Don't
0: do that. No. Like me, bro, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you had the Dance Fraternity and the Theater Charleston Awards. There was the Facebook post.
0: That is crazy. I'm glad you told used, me that. It Used to be. Part of that is also like, when I, so when I saw you at mm-hmm. the dance show that night where uh, Delta by Delta did perform, Um, I remember being like, yo, there's this black girl here that's dancing and we're both in the same building all the time. Why do I not know who she is? And now that I've-
1: I'm gonna skip ahead for time's sake.
0: A one of
1: the Oh my God, I forgot I used to play your music! Oh my God! We have to go back, oh my God, oh my God. I forgot I used to play your music on here. I'm sorry, that was such a strong reaction.
0: Yo, I, I haven't heard that song in forever.
1: Oh my God, amazing, amazing. Trying to get on.
0: <laughs> Look, I don't have a, the I had a chick, be I was... like this Grad the only twenty one wow. black man and I got no key making money playing music beating alive. Our... Wow. My mama told me I'm gonna do big things just because I can God
1: our... when I first started this podcast, I really wanted to like put on upcoming artists because I have like a couple of friends out in LA who are like in my mind they are like upcoming artists like they're about to be the shit and I was like send me your music and Manny happened to be in that collection of friends that I have and I was like send me your music and that was one of his songs I forgot all about it so Manny what's it like just like hearing that like just like an immediate reaction let's talk about it
0: first off I don't even go by that name anymore when I put that song out, I was going by Alan Fame I don't go by that anymore Number two, I don't make music that sounds like that anymore. Number three, it was so braggadocious. Let me tell you. So Sherry Grace Wenger, who was the owner of Midtown Theater in Charleston, South Carolina, her and her husband, Steve, came to New York when I was doing my show, my off-Broadway show. And they came to see me in it. And they took me out to dinner after. And we had like nice dinner, good drinks. And like we're walking away, and uh, or we're leaving, and Sherry and I take a picture, and Steve stops me. He looks me in my eyes, and he puts his hand on my shoulder. He goes, remember when you made that song? You said you were going to be a millionaire before 25? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Because at the time, at that point, when I was 26, I was like, yeah, I remember. Why did he do that? But he he was encouraging me, though. He was like, listen, I'm here to tell you right now, you never know when it's going to happen keep going and i was like okay <laughs> and it was dope and i was like yo i appreciate it because he could have crushed my dreams when he heard the song first of all i didn't know he even heard the song number one because i have a line in there i was like i'm trying to make a million four on 25 what are the odds he, heard,
1: he knew the song
0: yep. he, didn't, he heard it he knew the song exactly he heard that line and he was like oh this is what this boy believes not only that he was he didn't crush my dream immediately you know what I mean? He could easily, He I saw him multiple times. We did Ain't Misbehaving and all that stuff. I put out that song way before Ain't Misbehaving. And he literally could have came up to me and been like, hey, you're not going to make a million. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been like, the shadow, you know me, the power of thinking, the power of positive speech. That's what I know. And I'll be millionaire. And I could have did that. Oh my God. I could do that. And I appreciate the hell out of him not doing that so thank you steve winger he also just sold his company for a lot of money so oh my (laughs) god another one because he went into retirement Then was like nah i'm a hustler let's keep going that man is inspiring
1: retirement is so it's so overrated just also though
0: megan he also offered to help uh help me start a hot dog company downtown and now i'm talking to you you know what i'm saying if, you ever, if you're ever thinking about, like, getting out the business, you know what I'm saying? We got to get out the game. We know what we got to go do. <laughs> you know, we know, you we gotta know
1: go- what my favorite, like, aside from potatoes. This is our
0: favorite food, okay? <laughs> we share this love of hot dogs. Brandon doesn't understand why, hot, why I love hot dogs so much. It's my favorite food I in the world. I love hot dogs. I mean,
1: honestly, but, like, think about it. Like, if you had a hot dog cart, what better way to push music? Exactly. Because people, drunk people, chill at the hot dog cart. I've literally been with a friend at a hot dog. Like, I've seen the hot dog cart look like a club. Hello?
0: Come on. I have been treated
1: like I'm in VIP at a club, but I've been at the hot dog. I've been at Kwan's hot dog cart, treated like I'm at VIP.
0: That's crazy. So if we ever start start a new business, it's going to be me and you start a hot dog cart. That's what we'll have to do. And we'll do all of our creative things in
1: that hot dog cart. At the hot dog cart. Oh my God, speaking of creative things, I just want to end on this note. Manny is also in cohabitation, guys. Colleen and I mentioned cohabitation in previous episodes. And if you listen to cohabitation, you probably recognize this Oscar-proud, sounding Kevin Hart (laughs) character right here. It is (laughs) Manny playing the voice of Brennan. Uh, did you guys know
0: oh, it's me but you know you know who it is it's manny okay why are we even talking about it <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: so with that being said run the episode
2: rimmed into the house hey, 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 But it's our celebration of living with each other
0: go have a drink, you know we go back like four flats on Cadillacs uh, And it's rent, uh, we might not be paying that Still a whole lot of love, 843 is where we at
2: Let me tell you what's the buzz, kick oh, back and relax It's like. always a good, time, it's a good time, just you yeah. Airwaves on your station, Cohabitation Good evening and welcome to this episode of Cohabitation Hang your coat and stay a while as we listen in It's 5.47 on a Thursday, as Monique sits on top of a long brown oak table in the center of the dining room. She's talking on the phone with her mother. Their conversation is very curt and one-sided as they try to exchange recipes and unsolicited advice.
1: You really shouldn't cook it that way. Well, that's what they say. They! Well, I prefer it my way. I I only liked it that way when I was a kid.
2: Brendan walks through the front door after what he considers a long day. And that's like gym, work, and a networking happy hour. Accompanied with no food. The poor baby. Get over it. I swear to God, there are starving children in Africa. So selfish. I mean, I mean, yes, I understand. There is also starving children in America. But I digress. All
1: right. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, okay. 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 I gotta go. Brendan just walked through the door. Okay. All right. I will. Love you too. Love you too, Ma. Bye.
2: Brendan stops at the front door to throw his shoes and briefcase in the cubby off the foyer. He hears Monique's phone call come to an end. He takes a couple of steps to the left of the foyer and enters the dining room where Monique is still sitting on the oak table.
0: If you don't get off my table like that, didn't your mama teach you better? Well, my mom said hey. Yeah, I overheard. How's she doing?
1: Oh, she's fine. She's doing the usual, telling me how to live my life and how to cook eggplant parm. Her way.
0: Well, if we're talking eggplant parm, you definitely should listen to auntie. I'm hella hungry.
1: Whatever. You're going to love the way I do it because I'm cooking dinner tonight. You, Rocky, and I are going to have a nice sit-down dinner and we're going to do it here in this fire room.
2: Rocky enters the dining room as she greets Brendan, draping her translucent thin pale arms over his broad shoulders. I mean, they are just looking like the poster couple for an interracial relationships. I mean, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen wishes, okay? So we're just supposed to ignore the fact that y'all got into a fight over the idea of Brendan's ex-girlfriend being the new roommate? And homeboy has still been sleeping on the couch the past two nights. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll sit right with me.
3: Hi, honey. It's not a fire room. It's called a formal dining room, Mo. Um, there's a bicycle living in the corner. You still want to call this room formal? Okay, well, one day it will be formal when we finish renovating the home. As for now, I need a place for my bike to live. Well, as for now, tonight we're going to have a fancy dinner, so that bike needs to go elsewhere. It's
1: clashing with the room's vibe. I'm going for a Vanderpump, Sir Tom Tom, lounge-esque atmosphere.
2: Monique begins to play with a dimmer on the wall as she adjusts the lighting in the dining room. Rocky begins to wheel her rusty bike out of the dining room.
3: This is going to be so fun! So, what's on the menu?
2: She's making
0: eggplant par, and it better be ready within the next 20 minutes, because I'm aggressively hungry. First, I forgot my breakfast on the counter, and then I didn't get to leave my desk to take lunch.
3: You'll be fine. Think of it as intermittent fasting. So how was your day, babe? Anything interesting happened?
0: Work happened. How was your day? What, what'd y'all do? Any Anything new with the cannabis business?
1: <laughs> you mean us growing weed in your house?
3: <laughs> yeah. We went on a field trip earlier today. It was cute. I took Mo to a local Black-owned smoke shop, CBD Social. Have you heard of it? It was- Very informative and grassroots of us. I agree.
2: Did y'all know about this? Back in the summer of 2020, a local Charleston smoke shop claimed to be Black-owned to avoid being looted during the riots that took place after George Floyd's death. I mean, if that ain't the whitest 2020 story you have ever heard, Barbara Walters might just come out of retirement.
0: You've got to be kidding me.
2: Tough day, huh,
0: ladies?
1: I've also been planning this dinner all afternoon. I've literally been busy since I woke up from my second nap. Plus,
3: I was on the phone with my mom for like an hour. And you guys know what kind of energy that takes out of me. Oh, I know, I know. We'll do some Reiki healing after dinner. Do you want me to help you in the kitchen? That's okay. I got it. Thank you.
2: Brendan pulls Rocky in close to him as he whispers behind Monique's back. I'm not sure what her motive is or what she
0: needs. But everyone knows Mo can't cook for shit, so please help
2: her with dinner. Monique starts pulling china out of the curio cabinet nestled in the corner of the dining room. She picks out three beautiful blue and white plates with matching placemats and then starts to set the table.
1: Rocky, this china is stupid beautiful.
2: And stupid expensive.
1: I know, that's why I'm using it. Because... I'm expensive.
3: It's okay, Mo. My mom gave me that china set years ago when she came back from a retreat in the south of France. Obviously, I never use it. Are you sure you don't want me to help you with dinner? Well, you just sit back
1: and relax. Dinner is almost ready and the table is set. Pour yourself a glass of wine, beautiful. I'll go check on the eggplant.
2: Monique exits to check on what we hope is dinner. And Brendan and Rocky are left alone in the dining room. Rocky and Brendan take a seat at the long brown oak table beautifully set with dim lighting washed over the room. Now Raquel pulls Brendan in close and she whispers to him.
3: She Definitely want something. She called me beautiful not even two hours ago. She told me I had heavy bags under my eyes and that I needed to exfoliate and nap more often.
2: We can hear the oven door open and close as Monique finishes up dinner. She yells from the kitchen. Dinner is almost ready. Without hesitation, Raquel yells back from the dining room.
3: (sighs) Yay, smells great. What, what, What are you doing? Don't lie to her. It's too late, and we're trapped. Damn it, I'm so hungry. Shit, you're right. I just got flashbacks of her nut loaf. Am I sweating? I just got nervous all of a sudden.
2: That's a natural reaction for a person who's about to be
3: poisoned.
2: Monique re-enters the dining room. She's holding a sterling silver serving tray. God knows what could be under it. Rocky and Brendan are both quickly guzzling their red wine out of nervous anticipation and to hopefully numb the pain that will follow.
1: All right, dinner served. Bon appétit, bitches.
2: All right, moment of truth, folks. Mo places the silver tray in the center of the table. She reaches slowly to take the lid off. We look at our heroes, Brendan and Raquel, as they give each other the nod that they've enjoyed the short time on Earth they've had together. With a quick swipe of the arm, the lid is off, and there's steam, steam envelops the table, and we're left with a soggy dish of colors, a cacophony of purple and red, hints of garlic, they look at Mo. She has tears in her eyes. She is so proud. She's finally made one meal. She pours herself a glass of red wine and raises it, in perhaps to propose a toast.
0: Oh, oh God. <laughs> Here she goes.
3: Honey, I need a refill, please.
2: Brendan quickly opens a second bottle of wine and refills Rocky's empty glass with a large, heavy-handed pour.
1: I'd like to propose a toast. I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to come into your
3: house. I feel like we've grown so close over the past couple of months.
0: It's been 4.5 months to be exact.
3: But who's counting? I love having you here. Continue on, Mo. (laughs) Like I was saying,
1: I feel like we've gotten a lot closer over the past four months. And I want you all to know that I don't take it for granted. I appreciate it. And if you ever need anything, I'm happy to help if it's within my means. But yeah, anyway. The main point of this dinner is to celebrate because I got the audition! (laughs) What the hell? I know, right? That was my response, too. Cheers, bitches.
2: Brendan is pissed at this point and is pulling up Uber Eats on his phone. He's mumbling. He's cursing under his breath. And he begins to pour more wine. He's going to have to fit a meeting in that cramped schedule he had earlier. Monique is so wrapped up in herself that she's oblivious to Brendan's hangry state. She continues to talk as she prepares a plate of the now soggy eggplant dish for Rocky. Rocky is sweating profusely at the sight of the plate Moe is preparing for her. Again, Moe, so engulfed in her good news, she doesn't even notice the sweat. Beads dripping from Rocky's forehead. Moe's still chattering on about her mediocre success, and she places that plate of what we can assume is as food on the placemat in front of Rocky.
3: Yeah, they actually want me to
1: audition in person. Honestly, I was just as surprised as you guys are, especially after the situation I had on that CW TV show, and then before that on the soap opera, and then obviously the Geico commercial incident, but look at me now. I've remained a strong, black, thick-skinned woman, and that's show business for you, baby. You know what? People aren't afraid to tell you the truth, but I'll tell you something. I'm not afraid of the truth. I can handle the truth, because you know what? The truth will set you free.
2: Rocky is now anxiously sweating more than ever as she stabs her silver fork into the eggplant. It does not make a sound or move, so we know it is not alive. She brings the eggplant to her lips, and Brendan has had it! He can't take any more! He stands up and says, You can't cook, bitch! Put the fuck down, honey.
3: Oh, thank you,
2: honey. You're my hero. Hero? I think Brendan is trying to win some brownie points and get off the couch. Mo quickly snaps back to reality.
1: What the hell, you guys? What's that about?
3: I thought y'all liked my cooking! I, I never complimented your cooking. Espresso and tea.
2: Mo is now slouching in her seat at the head of the dining room table as she pours herself an even larger glass of wine. She releases a deep sigh as she quickly reflects.
1: Whatever. I don't even think I like cooking. I just like the idea of it. It makes me feel like a real housewife or like I'm competing on top chef. But it's just so much work. And it's just, it was so many steps and there was math involved. It's, it's called measuring, not math. But I know I should have started small. Like a blue apron or a home chef. One of those companies you always hear in the stupid
3: podcast commercials. Um, no way. Some of those dinner companies cost so much landfill and shipping waste and not to mention.
2: Rocky states harmful facts about the companies that she skimmed in an article that she can't source. And we all know she only reads the headlines. So like, who are you trying to fool sis? This is white feminism. I swear to God.
1: Back in the day, If you guys would have told me I couldn't cook, I would have cried.
3: But hey, look at me now. Thick skin, just like I said. That's so true, Mo. You're truly evolving and blooming, my little lotus.
1: (laughs) Like I said, I can handle the truth now. I'm going to nail this audition. No, 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 no. Better yet, I'm going to murder it. Look who's back from the big city, y'all.
0: Uber Eats will be here in 20 minutes with dinner. I'm so tired. A good night's sleep in our room should do me
2: good.
3: Aw, honey. You're right, come back to the room. Oh, we can even talk vision boards and design concepts for the new bathroom.
2: And just like that, Brendan is out of the doghouse. What the hell, Rocky? Honestly, I don't think there even was a doghouse. I mean, I think Rocky was just trying to take the steam off of her and that looming $8,000 debt. Did you forget about it? Did you? I'm just curious. I mean, she made a fuss about Brendan's ex girlfriend, Renee, but uh huh. Since I see you game recognizes game, and I ain't mad at you, you may have gotten some points, your white feminazi. If anything, I'm taking notes. Okay, let me use my privilege. I don't know what it is, but you'll have to tell me. How do you play your man 101 and get a new bathroom? Ooh! All right, Rocky, go on with your MacBook self. Well, that's all I have for today, folks. Join us back here for another episode of Cohabitation.